Warning, what follows is a story of monsters, madness, and mayhem. I am Nick. And I'm Zach. Welcome to We're in Feared, a barely educational podcast about global folklore that aims to enlighten, entertain, and expand your world. Vampires. What do we think about when we think about vampires? Blade. Blade is the first thing that comes up in the vampire talk. The daywalker who hunts them mm-hmm. because they're evil and he's a good guy. Right now it is. That's the first thing that comes to mind, yeah. Good. Um, wait, uh, you know, Blade, he's immortal, right? Probably. Sure, it's been a while since I watched those movies. It's been a while since I paid attention to if Blade being a daywalker means he's immortal. He's a vampire. Yeah. So, like, I'd assume, right? I don't want to look up the lore of Blade. <laughs> Do we have to, is Blade immortal? Blade. Immortal. Not Blade of the Immortal, the animated series. He ages very slowly, but not immortal. So one day, he could die. Okay. Of natural causes. All right, that's fair. See, we learned something about a real life vampire named Blade. Mm-hmm. Who is a cool guy? Quote. So how many times do I have to put you in the ground? Quote. That's mm-hmm. that's from Blade. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, we think of blade. We you know think about immortality. Mm-hmm. Blood sucking. Blood sucking. My next thing was drinking blood, but I love it phrased better by uh, blood sucking. Mm-hmm. Um, but vampires aren't just like hunters, and like they you know they can be magical, mm-hmm. can change into shit. No yeah. spells. They can be variations of witches or warlocks and conduct all sorts of weird rituals and things. Yeah, and depending on what lores we're getting at, there's yeah. different categories. Like, there's high vampires and yeah. there's bestial. What's a bestial vampire? Like a, I don't know, like an Ekimara? What's that? I don't know, off the top of my head. <laughs> I just remember that being one. <laughs> what does that turn into? I don't know. I think it's from The Witcher. That's fine. It's worth it, though. Vampire talk. It's probably built off something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it is from The Witcher. Like, what do they look like? Like, just like a normal, like, what you'd expect a vampire to look like? So, like, somebody, no. like, man. It looks like a... Man or woman. Like a bat head with, like, bat limbs minus the wings, and it's man-sized. So, like, a monster. Yep. Humanoid monster. That's cute. Um, also, thinking about them. And a high vampire. Is that, like, a Dracula? Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. So the Dracula, death by sunlight is going to mess him up. You know, sun's not good. Potentially garlic isn't good. Can't stake him through the heart. Well, I mean, they don't want you to stake them through the heart. You can stake them through the heart, and when you do, it'll take them out. 
So, I mean, kind of the last thing you talked about, that beast bat creature, that's worth thinking about for what we're going to talk about in this episode. Um, Because I had a little paragraph full of different types of notes and stuff, and then we went beyond that, which is fantastic. Because, as I say here, some vampires are more than just like the generic type of vampire you think about. I mean, being a vampire or vampire entity or being vampiric, I mean, all that can be very broad. Last season, we discussed the Menangle from the Philippines. The witch, and sometimes I came across one thing that said it was like a very like like a sexy lady, fine, who could separate from her torso and fly around at night as a bat-like creature, sucking blood from her little proboscis. Thank you, tongue. I might have to say that again in this episode. Hopefully, you can help me out with that. I'm not going to. That's make me suffer. That's fine. <laughs> in typical vampire fashion, it's time to suffer. Yep. Season 5, it's going to be pretty shitty. Now, some legends also say um, that the men at Angle may not, in fact, work alone. So there may be something that helps it out. The men at Angle of the Philippines may have a teammate. Or it may just operate, you know, adjacent you know, flying around doing its own thing as the Men at Angle is also doing its own thing. Okay. Um, so either they're a team or independently stalk the Knights of the Philippines. All those are options on the table. But either way, people are getting stalked by blood-sucking creatures that fly in the sky. Now, this episode might be a little bit of a slight fright, but I figured it was worth it to put a little spotlight on this additional vicious monster that is out for blood in the Philippines. It briefly came up in conversations we had about the Angle in the Mythic Humanoids episode from last season that people are more than welcome to listen to. It took place during a thunderstorm. Yes. You can hear the thunder. It sounds pretty cool. Mm-hmm. A little biased because I was on that episode and so were you, but yep. pretty cool. There may be some loud banging and clanging that scare us. So again, just listen, see what's going on. Yep. But the point is, we talked about the Menangle. Well, now we're going to talk about the Wok Wok. The Wok Wok. Wok Wok. Okay. Does that sound familiar at all? Not really. All right, great. Because I think it came up, but again, just in passing, because there's a lot going on. Now, its name comes from the sound it makes as its wings flap, hunting for prey. Okay. Some automatopoeia. Exactly, which again, I mention it later, but... There's a whole bunch of monsters that operate on onomatopoeia. Mm-hmm. Those monsters may, in fact, live in your pocket. No, not in my pocket. Do you don't have any monsters in your pocket? No. Once upon a time, you might have. Yeah, no, I still do. Yeah, hell yeah, you do. I'm playing with my nephew. Nice. <laughs> yes, good. Those monsters no longer live in my pocket, but they do live in my heart. Yeah. Which might be more of a problem. Hmm. Now... These wings and the sounds they make. It's kind of a catch here. The louder the sound is, the more distance between you and the beast. But when it gets quiet or the sound is like non-existent, it's time to fear. Because then this monster is ready to eat. I do remember that, but I feel like that was from something else. It might have been the Mononongle talk. Maybe. Don't think so? Different no, creature? I feel like it was more recent. Okay. 
I mean, if it comes to you, please let me know. Yeah. But it's like the, you know, the counterintuitive, the, the ability to like throw it sound or whatever, yeah. or just, you know, as a distracting mechanism, mm-hmm. which again, if you're used to hearing things getting closer and that's the case, that would get me. I can guarantee it. Clear and it's mm-hmm. right like, on top of you. Whew, then it comes down, comes down. It's like the a kill. horror movie thing. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Ultimate misdirection. Now, part of the lore behind the teamwork between the men at Angle and the Walk Walk involved the Walk Walk making noise to distract their prey, and the men at Angle can strike. So it does its little ventriloquist oh, so like trick. A, they can be. Like a tag team. Type they can team. be, yeah. And then the man at Angle comes in. This half, this sexy demon half torso monster comes in and just takes care of business. Again, the Walk Walk is the diversion in these multiple monster team-ups. And if the relationship is strong enough, a Walk Walk might even live with the Menangle. It's also been referred to the Walk Walk could act as, again, like a witch's familiar, hmm. like our buddy. And the Menangle during the day, of course, exists as like a normal human-looking being that can pass and may even be attractive. Mm-hmm. So you might be like, she's kind of cute. Well, she might also be a Menangle. That's where they get you. That's where they get you. Always be cautious around people. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. (laughs) Um, So, that walk walk. It's got wings, Mm -hmm. right? And it generally resembles a dark colored crow. But sometimes the wings are leathery and not feathered, depending on the description or interpretation. Which, if it's all leathery, you can kind of get sort of dragony, because again, it's like a bird creature. Now, a leathery bird with deadly claws and its wings. Now, these wings again could be leathery, feathery, but they can also be razor sharp, which would mean they'd be able to it's like look like wings of knives. Yeah, you don't want to. No. Try to grab onto one of these guys. No, and they can use them as weapons, like slice, dice you. Impale you, chop you up, cook you for dinner, you mash, know. Mash you up. Mash you up, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nashing and mashing. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yep. So I thought of a different rhyme. It's off topic. Okay. But it made me laugh, so I'm glad I said it out loud. Anyways. Okay. <laughs> uh, some accounts say that it, it doesn't have a beak. So okay. it's like it could be just a, like a bird with like a mouth. Like kind of a human like mouth? A, like a bat face? Kind of, sort of. Yeah, like a, kind of like that. I guess a bat looks more like a person than a bird. Right. Sort of. Things I've said now. That's, I mean, again, right there with you. And if that is the case, that's some real demon shit. Mm-hmm. Some descriptions even say that its uh, face can be even more humanoid in appearance. Which then, it's, if it's more bird-like and feathery, that gets you know kind of harpy-ish type. That realm of monster. Okay. Um, but yeah, these claws are so sharp, they can sever or puncture right through somebody's chest to get to the real luxury of the walk walk. So it, it like pre cuts up the meal for the 
Oh, for the walk walk, you said. Well, yeah, this is like if the walk walk's like hunting for itself. Yeah, okay. But I mean, it can do all these things if it's working with the meta angle. You know, it could, all these options are on the table. Yeah. But if this thing's hungry, it's going to cut through your whole sternum, tear you apart, and rip out, rip out what it wants, which is your heart. Mm-hmm. It wants that delicious, delicious heart meat. It's supposed to be pretty good, I guess. That's what I've heard. It's not the first time I've talked about eating human hearts today. Separate topic. Interesting. Anyway, yeah, that's what I thought. It's what? Well, it's like if you're on a deserted island and like you're to eat somebody, like, yeah, that eat the human heart. I'm like, what are we having this conversation? Wild stuff. Anyways, but yeah, these monsters cherish human parts, but they'll definitely chow down on animals too, draining and sucking their blood. Also cool, there's, there's a level of sentience here because sometimes they might even harvest certain parts for spells and whatnot. Yeah, that's very familiar-like, it sounds like. Absolutely. Some of the, I mean, I've read just like just like couple websites because a lot of the websites, again, with the internet and this creature, if there's not specific stories, it's kind of the same stuff. And again, I'm not going to any, like, to the source or speaking to any, you know, Filipino people to tell me about their actual legend. I'm reading about it. So some of the stuff is the same kind of vibe, you know yeah. what I mean? Which is, the internet's great because I would not know about the walk-walk without the internet, but then I just know what the internet gets to tell me. Right. Again, not often, not always experts on these things, but uh, the rule of cool tends to win out, and I think he's cool, so we're going to talk about him, right? Yep. Um, just, you know, bird-like creature sucking blood, flying around, being nasty. Um, perhaps it's conducting its own spells. I don't know what a bird monster is doing casting spells, but maybe that's not any of my business. Let them conduct its spells in peace. Yep. And if it's working with them in an angle, in human form, it can do whatever it wants. You know. Now the walk walk will sometimes do recon during the day by utilizing its maybe limited shape shifting abilities. By turning into a crow or small bird to scout out the local human population for anyone ill, sick, weak, or dying. And then seek them out during the night to feast. I mean, it sounds like it doesn't have to disguise itself that hard. Like, unless people are looking straight at it. Right. Just maybe in the daylight, just kind of, I'm a smaller bird, I'm a little cuter. Mm -hmm. Um, They may even go for corpses if the opportunity presents itself. I'm assuming fresh corpses. Probably, if you're looking for the organ stuff. Yeah, recently buried or maybe some morgue stuff. Yep. Break in. Sneaks into the hospital, like wearing like a lab coat and glasses. And it's just like, oh, oh. Dr. So-and-so, the corpse is in here. So so it's wings make the walk-walk sound. Yeah, walk-walk-walk. Yeah, but like... Now that you have Pokemon in my head, it makes me think it just shows up and goes, walk, walk. I like that. And it uses its magic to make the person, like Jedi Mind Trick it, into thinking it, he or she, thinking that it's saying words. So it might as well be speaking, but like it actually is just all magic. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a universal translator in a sci-fi thing. It's saying walk, walk, but they hear like, oh, mm-hmm. professor, here's this recently dead body. And sure, I'll the walk you its like, heart. Like, yeah. Thank you. I need this for my experiments. Uh-huh. Just takes his wings and starts cutting through its... Yanks it out. All right, doctor, have a great day. Walk, walk, covered in blood. <laughs> it just walks out in its lab coat. Uh-huh. Um, one site I found, cool site, vampirefacts.net. 
Interesting. Said they can even turn human, which in which case all bets are off if that's... Yeah, that sounds... I mean, that's anything. Like, are they, right? like, fully sentient human? They never said they weren't sentient human. Hmm. It's funner to imagine them being... I mean, it seems like they have a whereabouts... You know, it could all be instinct, like any other animal doing its stuff, but the magic and things may make it be a little more sentient than you'd expect. But, I mean, also, crows are pretty fucking smart anyways, as is, so... That's true. A crow that can conduct spells and suck blood might be real smart. Fair. Again, sentences you put on the internet and just say. Yeah. Um, and they might also just be witches or vampires changing into their animal form, in which case, that's a whole other layer of things. But there's like a whole subsect of creatures from the Philippines. Um, the Aswangs, I believe, that's how it's at least spelled, and that's how I'm going to say it. Yeah. It's like a general term for shape-shifting vampiric like monsters, in which case, there's a lot of vampires in the Philippines, I guess. Could be. All right, which brings me on to my next topic, because I didn't trick you, but there's somebody also worth mentioning, because there's another in that same category, vampiric creature that exists on this um, island. It's not the Menangle, and it's not the Wakwak. Okay. This similar beast is, it's spelled E-K-E-K. The Ekek? That's what we'll go with. Uh, this monstrosity seems to be a total fusion of the Menangle and the Wakwak. As the Akak is described as a bird-human creature with a proboscis. Oh, how do we say that? Proboscis. I told you I'm not helping. It was proboscis, right? Sure. You could just you sign off on that. I say, yeah, okay. Yeah. Proboscis <laughs> tongue. It uses to get into a woman's womb and drain the fetus's blood. I feel like we've talked about that one briefly. It sounds close to like a lamia going after. Oh, maybe that's why. Yeah. And again, lamia and the Menangle all in the same episode. We talked about the uh, the mythic humanoids. Mm-hmm. Um, so as an aside, or very on topic, this creature's pretty screwed up. That's not nice. No. Also, what did the one I do that was in South America? It did something like that, too. It did. Isn't it amazing? We've talked about so many things over the past five years. Yeah. Things sound familiar. We noticed, I love picking up on the patterns. You know, mm-hmm. recognizing similar things across wildly different, well, not wildly different, but different cultures geographically. And, across the world. Yeah, right, exactly. But it's all human, all human stories. Same things freak us out. It's in Peru. Same things interest us. Yeah. So just a lot of vampires hanging out. Mm-hmm. Also, the Ekek gets its name... By, you guessed it, the sound it makes, but not while it flies, while it is engaging in these blood-sucking attacks. Gross. So when it's sucking blood, do you want to know what it sounds like when an ekek is sucking blood? Not really. Ekek. Mm-hmm. Sounds kind of insect-like. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. So again, just real normal, but uh, just like the walk-walk, it gets its name from the sound it makes. We already talked about it. Are these Pokemon from hell? Maybe. And all these things can kind of be looped under the category of the Aswangs. Aswangs? Aswangs? Pronunciations are great. Mm -hmm. Now, 
Like with any monster, I'm sure you're wondering, can I mess this thing up? Can it be beaten? Does it have any weaknesses? What do you think? We got some for this creature? We got ways to battle it? Or are we just all up a creek without a paddle? The fish taco. Yes! Fish taco? It was. I it was more recent than that. I mean, it does feel recent. But it, the, the tongue, the blood-sucking tongue. Mm-hmm. All right. So, to the walk-walk and ways to defeat it. In case this is the public service announcement part of the episode that we like to do at Weird and Feared, where if you get attacked by a monster, this is how you can battle it. Yep. Well, it's, useful. it's very useful. Could be. Should be. Salt will piss it off. That's... I think that's pretty standard. It's good stuff. Always have some iron on you. Have some salt. I mean, just watch a few episodes of Supernatural. Keep that shit on you. It mm-hmm. seems like you'll do all right, no matter what you come across. And, you know, if you, your food's bland, you got that as backup, too. It's, yeah, exactly. The steak sucks. It's so. a shame that hmm. more monsters aren't scared of hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Depends is there how much salt's in the hot sauce. Some, yeah. So depending, ah, that was a sound a walk walk might make if you squirt hot sauce in its eye. Ah, yeah. It'd probably be like walk walk. Hmm. All right, I'm not gonna talk like a walk walk. It's very tempting. So, um, sprinkle that stuff all around your house. You'll be good if you're afraid the walk walk might come and get you. Just you know, can watch an episode of. Good old CW show, Supernatural. Salt your window, salt your doors. Be like, whew. Crack open a beer. Mm-hmm. Eat some pie. Have a great day. There you go. <laughs> Piece of cake. Piece of cake. <laughs> now, you can also hang garlic lanterns. Again, it's a vampire beast. Mm-hmm. Duh. In every corner of your house, and that'll also keep you safe. Mm-hmm. Now, would keeping salt on you at all times or carrying a garlic lantern at night with you as you're walking... Just need to get a nice garlic business. hot sauce. Like some salt in there. It's totally undercover. Be prepped for all sorts of different situations. It would do you... Because some people would even use hot sauce, you know, like if a person comes to get you, if you can get them in the eye with it. It's like pepper spray. Yeah, just like, ah! Yeah. That'll work. So, I mean, if you're going to be out and about and you're worried about monsters getting you... And you can take it out for dinner and treat yourself. Yeah. That'd be a good way to market hot sauce, by the way. to aerosolize some garlic hot sauce of some sort. Perfect. Yeah. Weaponize it. Weaponize the hot sauce. But, like, have, like, a like a different spray nozzle or something. So, like, at dinner you can just be like, you know, yeah. Yeah. Just... this up and spray it on my food. Yeah. Otherwise, turn into a projectile weapon. Mm-hmm. When you turn the corner and this giant <laughs> bat beast yelling walk walk well this making the sound of walk walk screeching towards you. Just squirt it a few times. And then fuck, kill it and cook it. I don't know. Would you eat a demon? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like if it's corporeal and you get it, like give it a shot. Why not? I mean How many times do you get a chance to eat demon? I mean, not often enough, right? Mm-hmm. I don't. I shouldn't say that 
too it, loud. It's like slow roasted, maybe. Like, That'd be nice. I'm just imagining us now. Like, yeah, it's not too often you get to eat a demon. Yeah. Then time jump ahead to like 2027, and we've all been battling demons for like two years, and we just eat them all the time. And like one just picks you up by your neck, and it's like, we found this. You said this. We're gonna eat you. It's like, man, just God damn it. Just keeps getting worse. Sorry, I got distracted by demon-eating talk that I encouraged, so give me a second. Um, but, if, I mean, if I heard about people in my town being drained of their blood or vanishing, we should probably start carrying that kind of hot sauce on us. Yep. Get ready for, uh, get ready for battle. And dinner. All right. Both. They're both. Either, both, either way. Yeah, it's fine. Now, whether we're... Uh, wow, sorry. Another way to ward your home... Well... You could also ward your home by just hanging a broom upside down in your doorway. Well, that's easy. That's going to do stuff. I mean, so, it's convenient. You got it there to, you know, sweep up when you bring dirt in the back. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, just sweep up. Go ahead. Hang back up your your vampire warding broom. If anybody asks, just be honest. Mm-hmm. It's for the vampires. What? Anyways. Mm-hmm. You can also, you know... Carry blessed rosary, uh, ginger or bent coin. Meant to look up what bent coin would specifically be. Maybe, yeah. What do you think? Just type in bent coin. See Is it as easy as it sounds? Does anything come up? Is it even a thing? Research live research right here. Uh. I feel like this is not. It sounds like just what it sounds like. United States coins, which are bent or deformed so as to preclude normal machine counting, but which are readily and clearly identifiable to genuineness and domin- denomination. I don't know. So if we do bent coin meaning, that's what you literally just read to me. Uh, bent coin supernatural. Superstition meaning? This seems overkill. Oh, uh, I found uh, this might work because I found a bent coin superstition meaning. This is from the National Catholic Register. Um, a coin was bent as a sign that it was dedicated for the use of the saint, usually to be deposited at his shrine. The coin might be bent over. Oh dear. Just quickly skimming this article, it looks like. Um, you know, connections with saints, so it's like a, maybe like a holy object. Okay. Expresses, emphasizes devotion. Um, Google was giving me a pretty cool, just brief summary, and then I clicked on the article, and it became a giant article where I can't find the quote that it was just reading. And then we got this one that says, Bent coins convey various meanings throughout history. With one idea being that ruining a coin symbolizes a sacrifice intended to win favor with fate. So that's the kind of, that was from um, coinbooks.org. And the last thing I read quickly was from the um, National Catholic Register, ncregister.com. So it's like a holy object. Almost like like, like a cross, really, but not, maybe not. Maybe a few tiers below a cross. Sure. So it kind of makes you think a cross might do the trick, too, if it's that's what we're going with, you know? Again, 
I can only go off what the internet tells me as far as this goes. Mm-hmm. But all those things can divert the creature's attention and get him away from you. What also will not surprise you is that holy water seems to be able to torch it. Again, vampire. Good. Which would be a huge advantage. I mean, imagine our garlic salted hot sauce made with holy water. That's the market. Mm -hmm. If you water the peppers that you put in a hot sauce with holy water, that would do it, right? It's in there. Wouldn't you think? I don't know. You think that's too much of a dilution of the holy water? Probably. I don't know. What if you like really bless it, though? I mean, why don't you just add the water into the hot sauce? Yeah, no, I just it want like, water in there. It's, it's true. I just want more hot sauce. Like, like make it more potent? Yeah, yeah. Maybe just get it, you know. It's worth a shot, I guess. Extra oomph. Couldn't hurt anything. This is the episode where we just discuss the fact that we're going to start selling hot sauces to fight demons. Yeah, check out our Patreon. <laughs> it's not there. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. Not yet. Hell yeah. So is that real? I mean, is any of this real? I mean, your miles always vary when you just believe everything you read on the internet, right? You know, some things yay, some things eh. But anyways, uh, one of the websites, speaking of reading things on the internet and just choosing to believe whatever we find there, um, one of the websites used to put this article together was, um, I'm going to mispronounce this, but I will say it, um, com, M-A-N-G-K-U-K-U-L-A-M.com, um, had accounts regarding this monster, so I'm going to read some. From 2018, Roro Vasquez says, I once heard a story not so long ago that there was a policeman who was attacked by a walk-walk. At that time, he attended a fiesta on the barrio of my wife, and when he asked to leave, he hugged his pregnant sister, and after that, when he was about to start his bike, he was lunged by a huge bat and was dragged six meters away to his vehicle. It was shocking. That would be very shocking. Not an understatement. No. The Wakwak then attempted to stab his arm with his claws, but luckily he managed to pull his gun and shoot the Wakwak on the ear, genital, wings, and neck. Oh my god, he's unloading on the Wakwak. <laughs> shot it in the balls? He shot it in the balls. He shot it in the vampire balls. <laughs> I think at that point the Wakwak was surprised. <laughs> no. I wasn't ready for this. It's like, whoops. One shot's enough. Like, Ow, my ear. Fuck my balls. I'm out of here. <laughs> I love that quote. <laughs> Fuck my balls quote. The walk walk. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, no. The walk walk then wounded. Yeah, understatement. And bloodily escaped, flew away. Um, I'm just reading how it's written. The police officer later then rushed to the hospital and the doctors cannot explain what kind of animal would do sort of damage. He got a lot of cuts on his arm. He almost lost a lot of blood and he said he was attacked by a walk-walk and some people witnessed the attack because it was broad daylight. The creature was big uh, than a dog and the head was larger than his body. Oh. Huh. That's not good. That's not good. No. And this is from Admin Cole, um, June of 2017. 
One time I was alone and my friend called me to come with him with his motorbike with his brother to watch a basketball game in another town. While I am riding with my friend to watch a game in another town, I saw a creature or kind of bird flying faster across the trees from the left to right on top of my head while we were driving towards a town to watch basketball. I think they were driving to a town to watch basketball. I can't explain if it was a walk-walk or a pass-it set. Didn't look that up. Okay. That'll be maybe a teaser for later. Okay. And then Francis Nurez in May 2017 says, Yep, I have experienced last night, and we have disturbed when my BF can hear from walk-walk again. You know I don't want to walk-walk come in my house. How? Please help me. Hope you can do. So this person, I mean, clearly that's like through translator of some sort, but, uh, or, you know, second language, but this mm-hmm. person definitely wants help with the walk-walk not coming into their house, to which I can relate. Yeah. Because I don't want to walk-walk in my house. Hopefully they got their answers. Yeah. And I mean, I suppose maybe the best answer is just, sh- maybe that's what the article's left off, is that you should just shoot it in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> ah. It- maybe that's never been thought about for any creature. Shoots balls. That's gonna get some attention. Like yeah. the wolf you talked about last week. What if he just blasts its balls? That might do something. Yeah. Might not like that. Probably not. It's like, oh, that point. one guy said he shot it in the rear. Oh, well, this could be patting it. its booty. Yeah, you know its ancient demonic wolf booty. Sentences. Yep. <laughs> Sentences. Uh huh. And then in 2015, Leslie Ann Martin says, "My auntie said." That they was camping at Molokaihana Beach here on my way there now, Oahu. So this feels like Hawaii. And then that three male friends caught a creature and it was hurt on my way there. Now it's wings, and it was very big with bat-like wings, but part human. And then her friends tied it up with thick rope and carried it onto the back of their truck. And her male friend that was in the back of the truck of the bed, had gotten knocked out when... Then it just becomes a question. When are you coming home? It seems kind of ominous, but I might just... (laughs) Might be on, like, the way home. And it was, it broke out of the ropes and had hit him in the head, then flew off. Have it ever been known by anyone to have seen here in Hawaii? So they're connecting, of course, their story in Hawaii to this creature. It's like, is, is this thing flying around here? Which is, again, something perhaps we will investigate in future episodes as we get into the ongoing story of these blood-sucking vampires that are hanging out in the South Pacific. But, uh, yeah, that's the kind of the, uh, in conclusion, the Menonangle may not work alone and may be accompanied by the Wok-Wok, or the Wok-Wok may just do its own thing and have its own kind of fun whenever it wants to. Maybe. But that's kind of a, just a little quick bang around the walk walk and how if it comes after you, you should shoot it in the balls. <laughs> yep. That's what it sounds like. All right. The sources I use from that is always a good old Wikipedia article on the walk walk, vampirefacts.net, um, the Cryptids fandom article, um, and the com article. And if you Google for the walk walk, there's some other stories like people have full articles with their full accounts, and it was like their um, basically their full write up of their own story. So do some digging on the, uh, you know, if you hadn't heard about the walk walk, get into it. And the reason why I looked into the walk walk, and I because I wasn't sure what I was gonna do for this episode, and I was watching an episode of the new Transformers cartoon, 
And okay. the dad in the, the main family is, um, he's Filipino, and he, it was his tradition with the kids to go into the woods. Like, it was just a fun thing to do with his kids, but he wanted to give, to pass on his traditions. Because also, as I was reading about this, like, you know, there's not too much talk about the walk-walk. It's just more of a thing you tell kids to scare them, just like a bo- any other boogeyman. Mm-hmm. Um, but he would play with his kids with, like, sticks to go into the woods and, like, hunt the walk-walk. And I'm like, am I watching Transformers? Or what am I watching? Yeah. Huh. But it was, you know, worked into the story. So I was like, let's dig more into the walk-walk. And I was like, oh, shit. I'm like, the men in Angle? Oh, man, I know that guy. Mm-hmm. And then here we are. But I figured, neat guy worth talking about. Another bloodsucker. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, he's a fun guy. But, yeah. Good old walk walk. Good old walk walk. Watch out. Watch out for the walk walk. Yep. He's out there. He's out there flying around, being creepy. Getting shot in the balls. Mm-hmm. Carry a gun, assume in the balls, or just the hot sauce we'll sell you at some point in our lives. Maybe. Or one of those paintball guns that shoots like pepper spray, but we'll get it so that it makes hot sauce. Yes. And you can shoot the walk walk in the balls with the hot sauce. Just rip them apart. Yeah. Ah! Because just imagine it burning. He's got the holy water in there. His balls have been ripped open. He's got pepper in there. It's not going to feel good even if you're a demon. I'm just saying it's not a good time. Nobody's having a good time. No! I feel bad for doing this to you. It's like, I mean, you're trying to suck my blood and stuff. He's like, yeah, but come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Fight fair. You can fly and like, at least claws. Hey. I know, but like, my balls. All right. So, we may have in fact discovered the ultimate way to scare away any monster <laughs> is threaten their private parts. Great. All right. Think about that. That's something to think about. Sure. <laughs> follow us um, wherever you follow um, us, which would be the Instagram. We're in fear. Leave us a review um, wherever you are able to listen to this beautiful podcast. We like that. Yep. Um, support us on the patreon.com slash weird and feared. Again, I guess hot sauce pending. But for now, bonus episodes. We keep talking after uh podcast ends. Mm-hmm. And um, it's the creepiest, darkest time of the year. Yes, it is. We looked that up. Sunset's real early. Plenty of time for the walk, walk, the hunt. Don't like that. Yep. But that's when the monsters come out. Mm-hmm. And just like those monsters, maybe we all should just keep staying spooky. Yeah, stay spooky. <laughs>